Know what they say about the rose out the concrete, flowers blooming in dark rooms, poofing when God speaks. Where the passion and grind me, call it perfect timing or alignment, the assignment provide peace. Confirmation through conversation, my knees been bloody, been praying for patience, embracing these affirmations, we made it. Hard times, but we made it, been shaking the devil off under pressure, we never faded, we the living proof. But a promise, being honest, we cut from a different cloth. Black X and the satisfyingness, we the living proof. I don't deserve it, far from perfect. A product of taking chances and leaning on his discernment, we the living proof. Living legends, it's a blessing to be a blessing. Providing the youth for the new perspective, we the living proof. The living proof, the living proof, y'all. All right, welcome back to another episode of Living Proof. And before we even get started, man, I just want to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, all, all the comments on YouTube and, and even just the personal DMs, I just truly thank you guys. Um, and it's a beauty to know that the purpose of Living Proof is being served. Um, as we continue this journey um, of healing, uh, we have a, another very special guest to join the pod today, Miss Kiara Carter. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Man, I'm blessed, man. Cannot complain at all. That won't change um, nothing if you do. <laughs> most definitely. Uh, Kiara. It's definitely a, a pillar in the community. Um, she she has her own book, which we uh, will discuss soon. Um, and she also is a speaker. Uh, so definitely welcome and, and a pleasure uh, to have you today. Thank you. Um, and before we even jump into the questions, um, who are you? You know what I'm saying? What do you do? Well, my name is Kiera Alexis Carter. I'm from Florence, South Carolina. Okay. Um, I serve as a motivational speaker and author pageant judge um, I serve on panels anything you need me for I just graduated with my master's in counseling from South Carolina State okay. shout out to the Bulldogs but yeah and I'm you know this pandemic has made employment really really hard so I'm waiting I'm in that waiting process mm -hmm. um, that's uncomfortable that's pruning but it's really shaping me and preparing me for where God wants me to be most definitely and I understand and the fact that you're still standing through this whole pandemic yeah. is, a, is a testament and a blessing in itself um, so let's let's dig in um, beyond you know job titles and accolades um, who is Kiara Alexis Carter. Kiara Alexis Carter is a healer. Mm -hmm. She's a conqueror. She is a friend to many. Mm -hmm. um, she is selfless. She is victorious, courageous, bold, and working on her confidence every day to where she wants it to be like i want to be so unmovable so unshakable mm -hmm. like you could really just say something about my mama and i'd be like okay whatever like that's, <laughs> that's what i really want to be in life you right know what i mean about mama, you yeah know you know that's a sensitive <laughs> subject but i want to be that unbothered mm -hmm. so that's why i say my confidence is a, a work in progress most definitely and you led with being a healer um to you yeah. uh, how do you define a healer and obviously you consider yourself a healer. So right. what, what is your definition of a healer? A healer is someone that carries this aura about them. Mm -hmm. Like strangers come and vent to me. Um, friends come and vent to me. And it's something that I just learned to accept. Mm -hmm. Like I could really be in a car wash and somebody will come sit next to me and just pour that whole heart out. 
but I know God put me there for a reason. Most definitely. So it's not even like in the elevator. You know, sometimes I got my own issues and I don't want to hear it. But by the time I get done with them, I forget about the petty stuff that mm-hmm. I had going on. And I'm just like, well, God, thank you. Because I feel like I can't go anywhere without being on assignment. Like, Most definitely. To be honest, we being real, right? Like, I really spoke life and transformed somebody's life at a bar. Like, a, yeah, anywhere, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah. Like, so it is what it is. But a healer just has a certain aura about them that's strong enough to take on others' feelings and intercede for them. And give them what they need in that moment. Um, healers don't necessarily get poured into from people. We don't. Yeah. But God does the pouring into us. And that's all we really need. Mm-hmm. Um, so he visits me often. And he reminds me of how much he loves me. He comforts me in my time of trouble. Um, and he strengthens me for the next person I have to mm. save. Man, that's beautiful. We're going we're to talk about that more a little later um, as well. And it's, it's obvious that you understand that the obstacles you had in and your life had purpose. Right. Um, in, in what ways do you feel like the obstacles in your life gave you purpose? I mean, coming from a mother who raised uh, three children on her own, mm-hmm. our dad was very much in our lives, but she had to work all day. Like, I really had to put things into perspective. You really had a single mother coming home to three kids after working all day. After I work all day, <laughs> I want to take a nap. I'm trying to be bothered. <laughs> I want to watch Netflix. I want to not be, I don't even want nobody to scream my name. Mm-hmm. But having to cook, get your kids ready for school, different things like that. Um, and we just didn't, we weren't uh, rich. We weren't mm-hmm. rich. We did not have it all. Like we truly struggled. But at the end of the day, I feel like that wouldn't make me the go-getter I am mm-hmm. today. I feel like that wouldn't make me the considerate person I am today. Um, a lot of people, when things are just given to you, don't really consider others or because you're so used to getting things. But when you earn what you have, it's a whole different ball game That's of big. appreciation. That's big. You know? That's big. So definitely, like, everything I went through, even in school, just just everything, like... Me becoming Miss Florence, a girl from the hood, becoming the first African-American Miss Florence. Like, who would have thought? That doesn't make sense. Um, But when it doesn't make sense, it makes faith. I had people in my community pour into me, introduce me to Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated at four years old. Like, I learned this grace and poise, like, that just wasn't around me, but it didn't make sense. But God was literally putting people in my life to set me up for where I am now. Most definitely, man. So in a sense, you would say it had to happen. It, everything um, had to it happen. It had to happen. And it is the title of your book, uh, your first book. And I love yeah. how it says in her first book. So that means yeah. there's definitely more. More to come. Um, I can't leave y'all hanging. Uh, I'm telling you. So what was your inspiration uh, behind your first book, It Had to Happen? I feel as if I went through so much, more than the average 40-year-old in my first maybe 15 years of life, um, experiencing death, experiencing just neglect, just different things that I had to overcome. Um, and looking back at it, you know, just struggling, like one day we have lights. Oh, well, we got candles that I'm not. That doesn't mean I'm not about to do my homework. Like, you know, that where there's a will, there is a way. So I just feel like there's different things that I went through that prepare me for this time to be a blessing for others because it's never for you. And this book, I just I like I would put Facebook posts up mm-hmm. 
and it will bless so many people. And every time I shared one part of my life, it will bless this many people. So I was like, what if I put it all together? Mm. What if I be the vessel to put the embarrassing things that people don't want to talk about, the embarrassing things that people want to hide, to set other people free? Mm -hmm. I'll be the one, God. Most definitely. You can use me. It's fine. And that's a and that's and sometimes I guess people consider that a weight. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Where was that point in you life in your life where you was like, uh, I'm not going to look at this as a weight, but I'm really going to look at this as a as a way to be a vessel. Because um, I know in my personal life, like it, it definitely was a struggle uh, knowing you are a healer, knowing people yeah. come to you, knowing what it takes out of you, yeah. and going from that point of accepting it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and and really being who God has called you to be. I think there comes a time in your life where you sit back and you rehearse your old victories. Mm -hmm. In spite of everything and how it looks, God comes through every single time. Every time, man. Every time. And I think it's an insult to him because I still do it to get nervous or to get fearful. When he has brought you out of things that you never thought you would get mm -hmm. out of. So why even start to be like, God, I don't know what I'm going to do. Why would you let this happen to me? That's a slap in his face because he like, well, didn't I save you from this, that, and mm. that? Didn't you almost die, but I got you out of that? Mm. Like, so it's just like, there was this, it was a time where it just clicked. And I was like, you know what? It's not about me. I think it was maybe two to three years ago, I just realized, like, it's really not about me. Even, you know, being Miss Claflin, I started my own organization called Hill. So I think it's so ironic. God does nothing by coincidence, but it stood for helping everyone avoid loneliness. Mm. And it was a support group for college students who lost a loved one due to death or a failed relationship. Like you break up with your boo, your babe, that can really throw you off when you gotta well, go definitely. to class. You know, arguing with them in the cab and then you got a test to take. Or even then, like I had two friends who lost their parents. And um, I was the chaplain of my dorm the freshman, my freshman year. And I'm walking, like, going to my room. They was like, yo, her dad just died. We need you to pray. I'm not equipped. Mm -hmm. But I had to think, there's a reason why you lost all your grandparents. There's a reason why your aunt just passed. There's a reason why you're accustomed to death. Like, I, I built you up for death for this very moment. Mm -hmm. I'm like, bet. So, went in there and prayed heaven down. And that, that, that just changed my whole perspective. And then my best friend's mom passed. And then I knew God was pulling on me to start something. Because, you know, it's okay being an advocate for just women, but that's not me. Mm -hmm. I have, I grew up with kings in my house, mm -hmm. my brothers. I was, I was the daddy's girl growing up. So it's like, nah, like I want to do something to heal everybody. Like to make sure they all on one accord. Like you don't know this person's going through what you're going through on campus. Like let's all come together. Most definitely. So that's what that's what I did. Most definitely. That's beautiful. Yeah. And even going back to that, um, and even your own personal story of healing, what may, be, may have been some things you blocked out from your past that you now have to face and deal with? Um, you know, in my last uh, relationship, I just learned like, I was still dealing with feelings of neglect mm -hmm. and trust in a sense. Like you could tell me we're going on vacation and I will not get excited until we get there. I don't care if we on the road. I don't care if we exit down. I just learned not to build that excitement up because mm -hmm. just as a child, I've just 
noticed that I dealt with some things like um, being told that this will happen, but it never happened. So I learned like um, in my, my future, even with just friends, just knowing how to just work through some things from your childhood and you got to call it out. Even in my, my last relationship, I called things out. This is where this stemmed from. Mm -hmm. And God just kept revealing it to me, like kept revealing it to me. Nothing too wild, but it's subtle things that we do that are really subtle, like so small that we don't pay attention to. It's like, well, why do you do that? And you got to sit and think like, hmm, I never gave it, you know, mm -hmm. thought. But when, when I spend time with God, he really just, this is why, whispered to me, this is why you do this, this is why you do that. And being a mature adult, you have to articulate those things while working on it because that's just the way I am. It's never gonna work for anybody. Well, that's that's awesome, man. And just in that process of calling things out, um, I know you mentioned the things of neglect and trust. Uh, what are steps, like practical steps, that you're taking to actually deal with those? Um, I, don't, I don't even want to call them issues, but obstacles. Um, well, I had this thing where I felt like I was exempt from being hurt just because I consider people's feelings. I consider like everything. Like mm -hmm. you could ask my friends, I'd be like, are you having fun? They'd be like, yeah, leave me alone. Everything's <laughs> fine. But um, I don't know why I feel like I'm exempt. So when I'm hurt, I, I shut down. Mm -hmm. It's just like I would never think to do that to you. But then my dad told me a long time ago, everybody doesn't have the same heart as you. That's real. So because everybody doesn't have the same heart as you, and even as a counselor, I look at it from all different perspectives. I love finding out why people do the things they do. Like, um, how'd you grow up? Where'd you grow up? What happened in your household? Like, even if you're too sheltered, this is what mm -hmm. you do. If, if you weren't sheltered and you was forced to boss up at an early age like I was, like, this is why you do the things you do and it all made sense and now I take that into perspective so the steps to healing is just calling things out mm -hmm. everybody said they want people to accept them for who they are but God can't bless who you pretend to be mm. um, and you gotta know who you are first that's real that's real so calling things out figuring out why you do the things you do and then moving forward and taking responsibility and accountability for that and then moving forward, informations have been such a blessing to my life. My church has really um, introduced me to that. And just speaking life, calling things as though they were, that be not as though they were. So I can trust um, this person is not going to hurt me. I won't give this person the tenacity to hurt me. Mm -hmm. If they do make mistakes, everybody makes mistakes. You just gotta know which person is worth fighting for. That's real. You can't have high expectations. Like everybody's gonna hurt your feelings in your life, but you can't just cut everybody off because they do that. You have to assess the situation. And if it if it's if it's bad, then sometimes you have to walk away. But if it's a minor offense, you gotta know how to swallow it and keep it moving. Like and then, you know, I learned how to oh my gosh, this is the business the best thing that um I discovered this year how to pray on your behalf because if the person is acting out god deal with me on how i react to them mm -hmm. like it's something they might be who they are but change my perspective change my my heart towards that because it if they keep doing maybe they don't mean it like that so let me search me and figure out is it something personal that i'm dealing with that caused me to be offended 
because of what they're doing or is it actually their actions well, offending me? You know? That's yeah. real. That's real. Um, and, and just in essence, where, where do you go to heal and to get filled back up? Well, um, it was church. Um, church was just my outlet. Like, mm -hmm. it was something that Bible study, Women's Day Bible study, I mean, Sunday service, like, just serving on the dance ministry, dance practice, like, during the week. Um, that's where I usually go, but however, you know, the doors are closed, but that doesn't stop my worship. Every morning, I have a devotion. Uh -huh. And I just feel like God is this close to me. Where you sitting? And really, I'm telling you, like, over this year, I got a devotional called Love Out Loud by Joyce Meyer. Teach me how to love because I really just wanted to shape my heart, my mm -hmm. focus. Everything starts from the heart. Trust, neglect, everything. How you love somebody, like, God is love. So I've really been doing a heart check all year, how to love myself, how to love God and others the way he meant for us to love. Mm. So now I'm starting to see myself as God sees me. And I feel like I'm about to be so untouched. <laughs> like. It's a process, though. Yeah. So um, my devotion, don't talk to me. Do you know how people have coffee? Don't talk to me till I get my coffee. Don't talk to me till I get my devotion. Mm. Don't talk to me till God visits me. Don't talk to me till, like, literally I have my devotion. Then I have old sermons where I take notes from. And I just go day by day. How did this devotion match up with this old sermon from last year? Mm. You, that's not coincidence. You know what I'm that's saying? Real. And so then I really um, expanded my prayer life. And after that, I can take on anything. But that's just my healing um, sanction. I don't have a particular place I go for that. Now it's the back patio with the chimes and the wind and stuff. Like, it's really a peaceful place. But, yeah, don't talk to me. So I, do <laughs> no, I feel you. And even looking at you, you keep talking about this, this future Kiara and yeah. where you see yourself. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? I see myself here. I see myself delivered from any stronghold that once took over my life. I see myself walking in purpose and mm -hmm. my anointing and my calling. God has given me previews, but I feel like I'm going to do it unapologetically. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do it scared. I feel like I'm going to have a platform, whether it be motivational speaking or whatever. I'm going to travel. I know like He's not going to just keep me here. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm too powerful. I have too much of a call on my life to just be kept in captivity. Um, I mean, when the year started, I was going, speaking to schools, colleges, universities. But then I got put to an end because of COVID. But I didn't stop. I still have Zooms, mm -hmm. you know, still speaking life into people. So I know, like, I just feel like when he opens that gate, like, I'm going to be a bull going out yeah, after that red flag. Like, but... All of this is, is, I'm in process. Ten years from now, I see myself married with children, doing things the way I always dreamed about. You know, mm. we're going to have cheesy uh, postcards for Christmas and stuff. <laughs> like, I can't wait oh, to yeah. do that stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm a big family person, and I just can't wait to meet my soulmate who um, has the same love and drive mm. after God first, and then the same drive just in life in general to want to be better to want to bless others to want to serve like it's gonna be good man listen i'm rooting for you god definitely will give you you know the, the desires of your heart thank you um that's, that's awesome and so what in what ways um are you using your story um I, I know we know about the book but how are you using your story right now to navigate through life okay so 
Yeah, I gotta write another book because this <laughs> year, um, you know, 2020 been a little ghetto. It was extra ghetto to me. Um, I have been attacked um, financially, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. I just came out of a, a physical attack that mm -hmm. had me bedridden for days this week. Mm. But um, I'm glad you're here. Thank you, thank <laughs> you. And it occurred while I was fasting. Ooh. You know, so the devil knows where to hit you low mm -hmm. um, because you're already um, consecrating yourself, just trying to hear from God, and here comes an attack from the enemy that tries to really just take you out. Mm. And I woke up today, something just clicked for me. It was just like, God is still God. Mm. Um, and since August, I've been getting prophetic words. Next month going to be your month. Next month gonna be your month. Next this week gonna be your week. <laughs> and I'm looking at the calendar like, yep, okay, still ain't. Nope. Uh, maybe next. Maybe tomorrow. That's real. That's real. But um, and it still feels like nothing is shaking. But Pastor Mike Ty said a mature Christian believes, even when they don't feel it, even when they don't see it. And today I woke up with such a peace that I've been asking God for mm. since this year started. Amen. And it has really helped me navigate through everything. Like in the nick of time, like bank account overdraft for the first time in my life. Taxes dropped the following mm. week and it was beautiful. You know, like he always comes on through on time. on time. On time with on time. And I'm, I'm stubborn. I don't like touching my savings. Mm -hmm. So that's the only reason why. It, but I had the faith that he was going to provide for me so I wouldn't have to touch my savings because that's for my future. Mm. You know? That's real. So that's just me exercising my faith. Man, a living, a living witness, living proof. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Of, of what God can do. Uh, on the back of your book, um, it says, Remember that olives are crushed to make oil and that grapes are crushed to make wine. The very thing that was crushed in your life is the very thing that is going to bring you strategy, value, manifestation in your life. It had to happen. So when you talk about strategy, we're going to talk about strategy, value, and manifestation. Yeah. When you talk about strategy, um, what do you mean by that? You got to have a vision. You got to make it plain, mm -hmm. period. Like... You can't just be like, God, use me without putting no work into it. Mm -hmm. You got to take steps first. Like, you got to take steps even when you can't even see the staircase. Mm -hmm. Like, you got to exercise your faith and you got to really dig deep. You know, it's really hard for people who have so many talents. But like, God, which one you want me to use? That's up to you to figure mm -hmm. out which one brings him the glory the most. And then you take that and you do what you have to do with that. So strategy is going back to the drawing board and it's leaving your feelings behind mm. because you can tell God everything you want on your list, whether it be for a man or a woman, whether it be for your career, whether it be for your future in general. But did you consult him about it? Mm -mm. Did you ask mm. him about it? Did you do, did you check and see if this is the route he even wants you to take? Like, most definitely. Did um, you, did you, you just you gotta remove yourself. Yeah, you know what I'm most definitely. And consult so, your boss first. <laughs> I like that. All right, and so the next one was value. So, what does value mean to you? You really have just this 
put in perspective of what you truly value. Mm -hmm. um, like even this year, God uh, allowed me to sell so many books when COVID first hit. And I was so thankful that something was still missing. I wasn't being fulfilled, still down, money coming in, cash apps coming in, and I'm just like. Not feeling it. You know, <laughs> something right. Like, mm. So that I learned money cannot buy happiness. So what I learned to really put in perspective on what you value is things that this earth cannot give you, only God can give you. Mm -hmm. I mean, peace, joy in the midst of whatever you go through. Like, that is just some of the things, understanding wisdom and knowledge. Mm. Like, now, like, money, cars, y'all can have all of that, but honestly, like, I learned to value those things and then the people in my life. So my friends, my family, a lot of people don't have access to me. Mm -hmm. I know so many people. Um, I have so many associates, but I'm popular, but I'm private. <laughs> Most definitely. And and that's fine, but you just got to know how to sit people. I say that. If you, if you have your movie theater, um, you can sit in some room in the front row seat. Everybody don't deserve to be there. Mm -hmm. You got some in the back. Then you got some in the concession stand because you just don't need to worry about them no more. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. Most definitely. But, no, you got to really put in perspective what you value. And then everything will just come to pass and you will have a piece about everything that you do. Because, I mean, if you don't have anything that you value, then what are you working towards? What What are you working for? Man, that's that's beautiful. And you definitely, um, I, I agree with the, the whole value um, because definitely God also honors what you value. Right. Um, and, and your last one is manifestation in your life. So me and my friend, um, we actually went to a car dealership and we test drove our dream cars. Mm -hmm. um, me and this other friend I had, we would go in the richest neighborhoods and look at houses, like really call things like, Oh, uh, that's kind of basic. Meanwhile, we living in apartments, but well, you know, definitely. you gotta walk like you got, walk it like you talk it, mm -hmm. you know? Act like you already got that thing. So taking notes, literally, oh, I like that, but I like I like what was on the other house. So we can, when we build, speaking as if it was already there. Exactly. And that's not just for material things, but no, I ask God for peace every day. Like, I don't want my sleep to be disturbed. Mm -hmm. I have a sweet, sleep every night <laughs> i don't want to be up worrying about anything i want to get all my eight hours so i could be fully accountable for what he wants me to do for that day so um i never told anybody this but there was one point in my life where i it was a thought oh i wonder what it would be like to get this purse i wonder what it would be like to get this lunchbox and god literally sent people in my oh. life to give me those things and like when people be like, oh, and a bicycle, y'all. I love my little bike. Y'all, this lady, and I was just telling my friends, they were actually a witness to this. I cannot wow. make this up. A lady was taking her bicycle to the garbage. I had, I thought she was about to go ride because we live next to a river walk. I know, I just can't beat me being me. Hey, that's a nice bike. You want it? <laughs> me? And she was like, yeah, I was about to throw it away, y'all. My friends were laughing at me so bad because I was in tears. I was like, I was just telling my friends I wanted to fight. <laughs> Man. And here you come. Like, manifestation is real. Even if with just the thought, God knows what you're thinking. Mm. 
He knows how you're feeling. He knows your heart's desire. So it's so important that we wait on him with the deepest things, the biggest things that we want, even things that we haven't shared with anybody. I don't care how small they are, but he will get them to you, y'all. I can't make this up. <laughs> Manifestation definitely. is so real. It's real. And, and like I, I always say, like it's, it's definitely like a relationship with your parents. Yeah. Of, of how they they want to they want to bless you. They want to honor you. You know what I'm saying? They want to give you the desires of your heart. Right. But when you're in line, you know what I'm saying, with, with their will and what they want you oh, to do. Oh, that's good. Um, and it's the same, you know, with our father. Yeah. And so um, it, it had to happen. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna let you you know do the plug. Okay, uh, y'all. For, for for your artwork. Well, before I I give y'all the. 411 on the book. I just want y'all to know the testimonies that I got back from this book. This book has made people want to join the body of Christ, mm. rejoin the body of Christ, join the body of Christ for the very first time who like never had a relationship with God before y'all. This book has made people want to speak up about their story for the first time. Y'all, I can't tell you how many testimonies I got where people just kept what they went through um, dusted under the rug and just silent but releasing that stuff y'all they were released from so much but this book i'm telling you it's the good bad and the ugly however after you read it you're going to be like i need to let some stuff go i need to share it with some people because how dare you sit and listen to a person who went through the same thing as you and not tell your story to help them get out of that stronghold come on that's what we all go through things for to ultimately bless someone else so you can get this book on Amazon. It had to happen. It will pop up. Instagram, um, Kieran Powers. If you want an autograph copy, just DM me on Instagram. I can provide that for you. I'll mail it. And then on Facebook, um, hit up my business page. It had to happen, or either my Facebook, Kiara Carter. You shot. You shoot me a message. I'll be sure to respond to you. To get this autographed copy i write so many great messages in this even if i don't know you i'm gonna make you feel like i know you <laughs> so y'all support thank y'all for everything i truly appreciate you all and i hope this book turns out to be a blessing the way i meant for it to be most definitely uh, truly blessed to be a blessing absolutely um, and, absolutely and, uh, before we wrap up any last words uh that you uh, want to give to the people um Maybe I'm just speaking to myself, but just know your worth in any situation. Um, the worst thing you can do other than not waiting on God is wishing that you had. Mm -hmm. um, we, we always are quick to say that I don't know why this happened to me, but God gives us free will. And there are consequences for our choices for not waiting. Um, patience is something that I have to work on tremendously and God has really stretched me with that in every area of my life to the point where like I don't mind waiting at first I had a nasty attitude with waiting like but now it is what it is when God tells me no I don't even get upset anymore because he has proven himself time and time again that bigger and better and newer is on the way so be encouraged y'all don't get weary and well-doing don't get don't mm -hmm. give up stay faithful mm -hmm. You will reap your harvest if you do not give up. Amen, amen, and amen again. <laughs> uh, Kira, definitely thank you for sitting down with me today. It definitely has been a pleasure. Um, thank and you for having me. Most definitely. Make sure y'all like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. And this has been another episode of Living Proof. 
where your purpose yeah. is within your story. Have a great day, guys. Yeah. Yeah.